It's not coming through. Stop <laughs> I it. give you two options. Stop it. So this is episode 91. 91. Oh, that's right. You just haven't posted any of the others. No. <laughs> Last one was 87, I think. Uh, mother schmuckers. Yep. Mm. 87. I need to post 88, mm-hmm. 89, 90. And then we got two bonus episodes, too. So my plan is to post all these at the same time. Just boom. All of them out at once. Don't want to keep people waiting too long. It's already been a couple months. Really, I've only had one people, one person complain. Home. About a lack of episodes. Latoya. Oh. Yeah. Sorry, Latoya. Latoya said she was going to file a formal complaint. With who? I don't know. <laughs> How does that work? I don't know. Do we have an HR company? Not sure. We have an email. Beerandfearcast at gmail.com. Yeah, that you look at. I look at it sometimes. When I'm like, that looks weird. What's he up to? No, I look at it maybe mm. once once a month. Interesting. On an accident. Did you introduce yourself? I don't remember. Yeah, we did. Okay, quietly. Cool. Oh, thank God. All right. Uh, this episode's on a uh, uh, hotel fire. Yeah. Yeah. Not just any hotel fire. No. What's the hotel, Zach? The Weinkoff Hotel. Yeah. Everybody knows about that. Yep. I don't. I was really grabbing for straws, reaching for them when I tried to match this beer to something. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You I was pl- grasping. You, you got the beer, and then you got mm-hmm. picked the the topic of the episode. I got the beer for my sister, and I was like, "This is convenient. I got to go to Benny's now." Mm. Hmm. And but you need to find a subject, a topic, to pick it with. I'm interested to to see the tie-in. It's dumb. Excited. Yeah, I can't wait. Weinkauf Hotel Fire. What's our What's our brewery? What's our beer? Tell us about it. That's how we do this. Don't right? pressure me. Yeah, it's a good time. Our brewery is brewer, brewer. is Revolution Brewing. Ooh. Ooh. Why'd you... Th- <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. them. Oh, wait. Um. Hold on. We just skipped a whole section. How's your... Uh, how's the... Oh, how's yeah. The, how's the past See, this is why we can't go that long. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Look at what you've caused. No, that was my fault. I, uh, I talked to you into... It's like... Now cover the beer. No, I, I, I slipped up. How was your past Last two months? Two, past two fucking months? Yeah. How was your past two months, Paige? That's a lot to cover, so I'm just going to do a speed through, like a long story short. Like spark notes for Yeah, you? like spark notes. Um, I worked. And I dyed my hair. Nailed it. You worked and dyed your hair. That's two it? months, yeah. That's two months of my life right there. No, I'm convinced you did more stuff. No. 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 I probably did, but nothing looked like. <laughs> you got some new clothes. Look at you. I did. Watch this episode. Watch the video episode. You can see how fabulous Paige looks. Do a little shimmy for you. Yeah. Got some new clothes. New threads. Oh. Threads. Uh, I mean, I changed my hair color. I mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. I got the tattoo since then. Did I? I think so. Probably. Yeah, I think you did. 
Yeah. Um, I took a vacation. That was nice. Took a week off work. It was nine days away. It was wonderful. How was your vacation? I did nothing. It was great. It was a great way to stay in shape. Yep. But yeah, that's it, dude. Did. Bruh. Yeah. It's really not a lot of stuff, bro. We went to... We did Pride already, right? We talked about oh, yeah. we went to that Pride. Was... Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, when was the last episode? June what? June um, 25th? It was, no, it was July something. It was the beginning was of July. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, mm. uh, Ali's sister was still here. Mm. She has since gone home. Mm. Ali's sister left. Um, it, was, uh, it was it was a good time uh, enjoying her company here. Oh, yeah, here. tell me about your shit. Yeah. Um, let's see. I went to Top Golf. I tried the dahlias again. Mm. Uh, one dahlia has grown really, really well. I need to post some pictures, some dahlia pictures, some Lego pictures. We gotta, we gotta. I told you. We gotta catch up on some stuff. Don't we? Don't we? It's a collective we, us, the us, the beer and fears. Oh. Um. Uh, I had since gone to Michigan. Mm. Let's see. We went to Del Barrio together. That was so tasty. That was very good. We celebrated Ali's sister's birthday. I was we went part to, of that. We went to Catch 35 in Naperville. I ordered a $120 entree. I got a pound of crab legs. Wow. Crab legs, plural, because there were two, two. legs. Just the two? And collectively, they weighed just about a pound, and they were king crab legs. Were they like... They were real big. The big ones. Yeah, real big. Not worth $120. They were delicious, but not worth $120. We took a surprise trip to Michigan. That's right. We surprised Ali's sister. Saw my mom. That was a lot of fun. Uh, spent the whole time in Ludington and uh, good times. Got to see my mom. I missed her a lot. We tried Mochi Nut here in St. Charles. Oh, yeah. It's the Korean donut place. I wanted to try that. With corn it dogs. so good. We'll have to go together. It's very good. Mm-hmm. Um, finished Stranger Things. You got with, a new tattoo. With Ali and Chris. I got a new tattoo. I got it in Michigan with Fucking Ali. finally. Uh, I got my second tattoo. It looks awesome. I love mm-hmm. it. Um, I started training at work. Um, oh, we celebrated... Uh, uh. Okay, well... The <laughs> The the tattoo, the the tattoo is is two. The tattoo is two five six, two five six, two hundred fifty six. So Ali and I both got the same tattoo in the same spot, and it's our birthdays added together. Ten plus twenty six plus ninety four, plus two plus twenty eight plus ninety six. If you add all those numbers together, it makes two fifty six. A lot of personal information you're putting out there. I'll cut it all. I think that's a good idea, except for the live that's happening right now. I'll have to edit the video. Um, we uh, They don't know our last names. Who give, yes, they do. Gives a shit. They're on the tombstone on the... Oh, it's fine. No one cares. Doesn't even know. What else uh, What else happened? Um, yeah, I'm training someone new at work. Um, we celebrated Ali's... One year anniversary. Insane. In the United States. 
It's been a year since she's been here. And, um... That's the craziest thing she... God! We went to Obscurity Brewing in Elburn. Ow! I could not remember the for the life of me the name of that fucking brewery. Obscurity in Elburn. Oh my god, I was talking to somebody about that. We found out that Ali does not like gyros. Yeah, they're gross. Like, never mind, I was going to make a gross comment. Mm. Uh, we bought another Lego set. You did. And we started a new Lego set. We started the train. And that's that's the highlights. Oh yeah, I got a I got a Surface to replace my MacBook. Surface Pro 8. My notes are on it right now. It uh it loads a lot quicker. It's less waiting for things. Amazing. Things, things just kind of work. Uh, it's a 2-in-1, so I can just, you know, I feel like it. And if then, he's uh, on the go. Yeah, if I'm on the go if and the I do the man is mobile. It comes with a uh, a pen too and it just kind of sits in here stylus? so I can I can sketch and draw and take notes. Yeah, it's mm, great. Are you super into sketching and drawing? Uh, I'm going to use it for my notes for Spanish. Mm. Yeah. Touchscreen. Uh, my notes are gone. I don't know what happened to them. I need to reopen them. I think uh, I fucked something up when I took the keyboard off, but and then Ali got an iPad. An iPad Pro uh, for drawing. She's going to do a lot of drawing and sketching and uh, to replace her really, really old iPad, she's going to give it to her mom because she's such a nice daughter. That's it. <laughs> Thanks for the recap. That was a lot of information. That's a lot more uh, than you. I am a simple woman. I can respect that. Our brewery is Revolution Brewery. Blah, blah, blah. Hell yeah. Revolution Brewing. Have we done them? Pretty sure. I don't think so. I think you're wrong. Think you're full of beans. Full of beans. Full of beans. Um. Why is no, this we haven't. Up so high. Yeah, mine felt. I had to lower mine a little bit. I don't know. Uh, we have not done Revolution Brewing. This is the first time we're doing Revolution. That's kind of crazy. Usually right. What can I say? Ouch. Ow. So here's a little information about that brewery. The change in the U.S. beer scene has undoubtedly been revolutionary. We are proud of what we have accomplished in our short time to become a leader and innovator in the industry. Mm-hmm. The evolving tastes of beer drinkers has demanded bigger flavors, more variety, and better beer. That's exactly what we give you at Revolution Brewing. Between mm-hmm. our brewery and our brewery. brew pub, we produce dozens of different beer styles every year. IPAs, porters, pilsners, Belgian-style ales, pale ales, barrel-aged beers, the list goes on. Our brewery has been a labor of love. You can see it in everything we do. From the beautiful details of our mahogany bar at the brew pub. Mahogany. Mahogany. It's mahogany. Hmm. To the massive beauty of our 800 barrel. Oh, I'm sorry. Eight. 800 barrel fermenters at the brewery. Mm-hmm. Eight. A, 800 barrels. That's a big fucking fermenter. It's 6,400 barrels. It's a lot. Yeah. Was that Was that accurate? Yes. Did you just calculate that? I did. Oh, my God. I'm good at math. Can All I say? Right. To the commitment to quality in each beer that we put in a can or a keg, Revolution believes in the value of hard work. We work hard to provide great, accessible brews for everyday people. We have fun doing what we do and hope you have fun drinking our beers. I'm going to have a blast. Thanks. Yeah, I'm already having a great time. Yeah. Here's some history. Yay. In the summer of 95, Josh Death, Death, but it's not with an A, D-E-T-H. Oh. Death? (laughs) I'd say Death. Landed a job at Golden Prairie Brewing. Never heard of it. At this now defunct brewery. Well, that answered that. Yep. 
Josh was just a novice. Novice? Novice? What do you think? Novice. I agree. I don't know anyone who says novice. I'm going to start doing it just to spite you. Where he started learning the beer business by dutifully cleaning kegs and scrubbing tanks. What a good way to start. Tank scrubber. Yeah. Band name. A few years later, Josh dreamt up the idea of revolution while working at Goose Island. Their beer's okay. As a cellarman and brew pub brewer. They make 312. It's tasty. After the first few tries at opening a brewery didn't work out, Josh, I want to know all the names of the breweries he tried to open. Josh <laughs> opened Handlebar. Oh, <laughs> we're already doing great. In 2003, with his wife Krista and a few friends, always taking on more, he also held the role of executive director of Logan Square Chamber of Commerce. Oh. Looking to promote local businesses and simultaneously managing the local square farmers market. In 2008, while working at the chamber, he found a cool old building. I like that that's the adjective a they cool chose. cool building. Two adjectives, cool and old. Cool old building. On Milwaukee Avenue with a nice tin ceiling. That's what I look for whenever I'm looking for a cool building. It's got a tin ceiling? We'll take it. Sold. The brewery idea bubbled up again. Gosh. After a fuse of raising funds, planning construction, and dealing with the zoning department. <laughs> Revolution Brewing opened up in February of 2010. We added our second floor's Brewer's Lounge in July of 2011. Hmm. Our production brewery and tap room opened in spring of 2012. Since then, our brewing capacity has been continuously growing. We purchased the production brewery on Kedzie and what the fuck is Kedzie in Kedzie. spring of 2022. I like that you say it, but don't explain it. It's a street in Chicago. Thanks. It helped. Cementing our future of brewing in Chicago. I should really read more. Yeah. Revolution Before your question, just finish your sentence. You're maybe. right. <laughs> Revolution welcome. currently distributes in Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Ohio, Massachusetts, Michigan, Minnesota, Nashville, New Jersey, New York City, and Wisconsin. Wow, it's a lot of places. I hope you remember tomorrow. There's going to be a quiz. In 2017, Revolution Brewing became the 40th largest craft brewery and 50th largest overall brewery in the country according to something according to something brewers association top 50 brewing companies by sales volume that's a clunky name that is clunky embarrassing 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 our beer fucking finally oh, excuse me is freedom of speech but it's spelled as if it was peach, but there's an S in front of it. Yeah. So, like, f the word freedom is spelled like peach? <laughs> the word freedom is spelled like peach? Speech of speech. <laughs> no, I think I get it now. I think it's so it's a freedom of peach, P E E C H. Well, <laughs> or, I'm sorry, P. E H H H. What is happening right now? <laughs> you know. Did you I know. Just have a stroke? You know what I'm saying. You know what I'm trying to say. Freedom. Yeah. Is spelled like freedom. Okay, got it. Of. Of. Is spelled like of. O F. Speech. Speech. Is spelled. Normally S P E E C H. Oh. 
but it is S P E A C H. Okay, now I'm like, back in reality. Like the fruit. There we go. Okay, oh my god. Something tells me. I was just in the matrix for a minute there. This might have a peach flavor to it. I don't know what you're fucking talking about. I think it's a peach Assuming flavor. Assuming makes an ass out of you and me, Zachary. <laughs> it's a session sour. Ooh. ABV, haven't said that in two months, is mm-hmm. 4.5%. It's, it's light. Bitterness is seven IBUs. Oh, hella light. It's available year-round. A soaring wave of lush, ripe peach. How'd you know? Oh, oh shit. Wow. <laughs> Elevated by a naturally tart finish. A thirst-quenching declaration for when you want to amplify your voice. Okay. I already had one. <laughs> you already had one? No. Oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. It has a beer advocate. No shit. That never happens, but it's also a pretty popular brewery, so. It's score. Let me get on this. Hold on. Stand okay, by. holding on. Oh, God. What had to Got it. 91 Freedom of Speech. Did you spell it right? Yeah, by Revolution yeah. Brewing. Brewing. Yeah. It is a session sour ale. Yeah. Score is? 84. It's good. Oh, it's good. It's good. A- Beer Advocate says it's a fruited kettle sour. There's too many different names for beers. Yeah. Just I, pick I'm, one. I'm going to go with sour ale. My goodness. Mm-hmm. It's got an average rating of 3.69. 3.69. What about the average? 3.69? God, it scared me. But the overall ranking. You're asking a lot of questions. Yes. Overall ranking. Uh, well, the aver- well, ranked overall. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. My ear itches. I got swears already. Swears already. Uh, the score, it's 24,414. Um, Perfect. Bum, 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 bum. Oh, that's funny. It came out on my birthday. Oh, cool. How funny. Better taste good or else. <laughs> uh, in the style, though, it's uh, 486. Not bad. I can't believe there's that many fucking sour ales. There's uh, at least 24,000. This peach kettle sour was made with Greek yogurt, Pete's 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 what? Pete's feet. Pete, oh God. <laughs> peach concentrate and a sizen yeast strain. The lactose strains and the yogurt eat. That sounds nasty. Ooh. And the yogurt eats some of the sugars to produce the tart character, which balances the peachy sweetness. Yeah, like kombucha. Yeah, except I get bored of kombucha. Do you? Yeah. I've made it in a while. I want to read one of these reviews. It has been so long. You want to do it now or after the beer? Yeah. That wasn't a yes or no question. <laughs> after the beer is Okay. Fine. I, I just noticed the last two beers we had were sour ales also. Yeah, just, you know. K-Runner by Santa Rat and... That's my thing right now. La Piña de Mis Ojos. I like it when you say that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speak right. Spanish to me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Voy a... Get it. <laughs> <laughs> get it. <laughs> So I got some new pint glasses. <laughs> I'm going to call that pulling a Zach. <laughs> I'm trying really hard not to break. Um, How many glasses have you broken the new this glasses? year? <laughs> Just curious. I think we should get a tally going. Uh, more than I've ever broken. Like You can take the gl- amount of glasses that I broke this year 
and it exceeds the amount of glasses that I've broken all of the years prior combined. Yeah. 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 Too much. Didn't you break four in one go? Yes. Four glasses broke at the same I time. I think that's a skill at this point. Uh, we bought a second wine glass to replace one of the wine glasses that I broke. I no, actually that Ale broke. Ale broke that one. And I took it home and I washed it. Didn't even use it once. Washed it and it cracked. And uh, we had to throw it away. I'm not in charge of cleaning the glasses anymore. <laughs> Uh, we also got some cool beer glasses from my mom. They're from made made from Germany. I'll have to show you. They're made from Germany. Made from Germany itself. Oh my God. So this one says Pentwater, Michigan. I got it. I gave you my Ludington Bay Brewing class over there. Thanks. You're welcome. Looking at this can, it reminds me that um, I think these guys make hell or high watermelon. Do they? Oh, you know what? That sounds about right. No. Sorry, that's 21st you Amendment Brewing. You fucking liar. That's a good beer. Just, the can just reminded me. It's an eagle's claw, and I assume it's an eagle's claw because, you know, it feels very American. Yeah, you can see the eagle there. Holding a juicy peach. Oh, yeah, you're right. See? This is me. I just focus on the one thing mm-hmm. in front of me, and then I turn it to yep. the side. Eagle. And I realize there's more to this picture. So that makes sense. Freedom. What what represents freedom? An eagle, a bald yeah, eagle. Yeah, definitely. A, this is America. A bald eagle. And then of, an almost of endangered species. Yes, they're free. You're right. Of life. Yeah. Government warning. According to the How children. dare you? Thirty-three forty North Kedzie Avenue in Chicago. Two months. Two months, Red and Brew. you steal the government warning bit. How dare you? I wonder what it smells like. Eagle. I was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> it smells like peach. It doesn't smell like eagle, but it oh. also doesn't smell like peach. <laughs> kind of. I don't know what that is. Eagle adjacent. Yeah. Wow, that was really sideways. Why does it look like clear water from here? <laughs> It's a joke. It's not beer. I'll let my foam settle. If you have foam, that lasts longer than four hours. You still got those pine glasses? Of course I still have those pine glasses. I use them all the time. Even still doesn't smell like peach. It smells like a sour beer. It is a sour. It's a session sour. Kettle session sour. You want to smell? Okay. Very clear. Um... I mean, very light, I meant to say. It's not very clear. That looks like yellow to me. It's a little hazy. It's light, though. It's on the lighter That's side. definitely yellow. And you, it's 4.5% ABV and 7 IBU. You so know it's what it's be, not? What? Gold. Shut up. <laughs> How did that poll end? I think it was half and half. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Ali, <laughs> how did it actually end? Yeah, your Instagram poll. I don't know. We didn't get the results. My Instagram? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, that was the best. You're right, Paige. Let's try it. Now it smells more peachy. It still, still smells like a sour beer. Maybe it's because you haven't, you know. Oh, yeah. I need to get back into the game. You're it's not like, like I, I lost all my... It's uh, not like you're like grabbing every beer and you're like... All my skill. Yeah. You know. Okay. There, ooh, there's some peach in there. No. Oh, ooh. <laughs> there's some peach in there. It's juicy. 
Me too. Mm -hmm. Middle name. I can't see from there. I got the eyesight of a bat. 50-50. I got to scream at it. Mine was 50-50 also. No. Yes, it was. No, it On Snapchat, it was 50-50. I thought it was 75%. No, it was 50 That it wasn't gold. Just no. No, that when it ended, because it, it was 24 hours, it stays on Snapchat for 24 hours. Right before it expired, it was 50 50. It's like, it could be peachier, yeah. but it's not bad. Yeah, it could be peachier. I was expecting more peach. Yeah, especially, you know, with how juicy that peach on the can looks. The uh, the scent of the peach. I just want to grab it and, mm. you know, Kalima. Yeah. Right. With Crush your, its heart. With your eagle claw. With <laughs> my eagle talon. You know what it makes me think of? Like Arizona tea, but not as sweet. See, the Arizona peach tea is sweeter, much sweeter oh, than that's this. That's why I said not as sweet. Right. This still has the tartness from the whatever you said about the chemical reaction. Yeah, the bacteria. Yeah, the bacteria with the eat the thing. Something's milk. It's what makes it tart and uh, sour. That's what makes it sour, I suppose. So it, it eliminates some of that sweetness mm. that I would expect from a peach beer, but... Pretty damn tasty. I've had worse beers. So the Weinkauf Hotel. Yeah, man. That thing. Opened in 1913 as yeah. one of the tallest buildings oh. in Atlanta. Oh, hell yeah. Atlanta, Georgia. Is there another one? Actually, I'm not 100% it's Atlanta, Georgia. It is Atlanta, Georgia, right? Mm. I'm going to say it's Atlanta, Georgia. It is. This, I didn't... Obviously, you can tell I didn't do it. The, the steel frame structure was <laughs> built on a small Sorry. lot. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Pump the brakes on that one real quickly before we just roll right into it. Did you say I didn't do my research? No, I have a whole page here. I just can't. Uh, let me just let me just confirm. First sentence: Atlanta, Georgia. Okay, go on. Two months. Uh, it was a steel frame structure built on a small lot measuring sixty-three feet by seventy feet, about yay by yay, bounded by. Um, How many subway sandwiches is that? Um, well, are we talking about six inch or twelve foot? Five dollar foot long, or, or twelve inch? Five dollar a foot long. long. So sixty three sub sandwiches by seventy sub sandwiches. Bounded by you got Peach Tree Street. <laughs> okay, okay, there it is. There it is. I told you it was stupid. There it is. <laughs> I need to start posting my search history for finding ways to tie these beers into these topics because I just stumble into all of these. Peachtree Street. <laughs> That's right. It's also in Georgia. It's yeah. Peaches. Peaches. Peaches in Georgia. Justin Bieber gets his peaches out of Georgia. How? What? It's in a song. Oh. <laughs> all right. Peachtree Street, Ellis Street, and an alley. And an alley. Yeah, with 4,386 square feet per floor. Of per floor. How many Subway sandwiches? 4,386 Subway sandwiches. Sandwiches. <laughs> Actually, it'd be square feet, so square that. I can't do math. Guest rooms extended from the 3rd to the 15th floor, with 15 rooms on a typical floor. Corridors on guest floors were arranged in an H shape, with two elevators... And the upward flights of stairs opening into the cross halls. So if you got your H, it's this little part. This here? I'm just imagining a cheerleader that can't spell, so she just keeps going H. H. And the crouch is like, ha, ha, ha. H. 
the the little the the horizontal line mm-hmm. is where the stairs and the oh, elevators okay. were. Okay, I see. And opposing downward runs of stairs converging on a single landing from the legs of the H. The single stairway of non-combustible construction was uh-huh. not enclosed with fire-resistant doors. That's not that's combustible as hell. The stairway is non-combustible. Oh. But the doorways. That seems silly. Counterproductive. There were not doorways there that were fire resistant. While There's just no doors. The use of multiple stairways was becoming common practice in tall buildings. The Atlanta Building Code of 1911 permitted buildings on lots of less than 5,000 uh, subway sandwiches squared <laughs> to have a single stairway. Stay committed to it. The steel structure was protected by structural clay tile and concrete fireproofing. The hotel was touted in advertisements and on its stationery as absolutely fireproof. Absolutely fireproof. While the hotel's steel structure was indeed protected against the effects of fire, the hotel's interior finishes were combustible. Mm. And the building's exit arrangements consisted of a single stairway serving all 15 floors. Sounds like a disaster waiting to happen. How did these people get buildings approved when they're designed? Like it was the this? building code of 1911. That's just embarrassing. Single stairway. That's it. That's all it takes. Mm-hmm. Interior partitions, including the walls between corridors and guest rooms, were hollow clay tile covered with plaster. Room doors were uh, 1.5, um, 1.5 out of 12 inches of a Subway sandwich. Um, with movable transom panels above each door for ventilation between the rooms and the corridors. A transom panel is like a... Oh, I never read that review. Yeah. Oh, the, oh, the review. Hmm. Let me read it now. Nah. Okay. A transom... Uh, I had to look it up. It was it, So you have a door, and there's like a window above the door. It's like uh, a pane of glass, okay, yeah, and it can yeah, yeah, open yeah. up. Oh. That's a transom. Oh. Mm-hmm. Does it have to open up to be a transom? I don't think so. Okay. And actually, I think transom refers to the frame. It's the ah, wood that okay. divides the window from the ah, thing. okay. So a transom panel above each door for ventilation between the rooms and the corridors, closed by a wood panel of less than 0.5 inches in thickness. That's 0.5 out of 12 <laughs> feet of a Subway sandwich. The thickness. <laughs> the corridor walls were finished with painted burlap fabric extending up to the... Uh, whoa, whoa. Isn't... Uh, what is this? Burlap is totally combustible. What is that? That just screams set a fire with me. What is what? Wayne Scott. We've talked about this before. Wayne Scott? Yeah. Are you sure? Pretty sure. Wayne Scott is the area of a wooden paneling on the lower part of the walls of a room. Okay. Well, it was, it was about that height. Guest rooms were finished with a, as many as seven layers of wallpaper. Wow. As many as seven? Ow. <laughs> <laughs> the hotel had a central fire alarm system manually operated from the front desk and a standpipe with hose racks on each floor. There was no automatic sprinkler system. Two of my fucking students tried to pull the fire alarm today. You stinkers. They're that tall. I mean, they're not... How tall do you think these fucking fire alarms are? Like a doorknob height? They can reach that? Yeah. Oh, wow. How tall do you think kids are? Tiny. <laughs> so, each floor had a hose. Hose racks. Uh-huh. No spring, automatic sprinkler system. Okay. And the fire alarm was manually operated. So, someone I'm had to so call down to the front desk and be like, there's a fire, and they pull the fire alarm. Crazy. Hopefully Archaic shit. Hopefully they're standing near it. 
The fire's point of origin was on the third floor west hallway, where a mattress and chair had been temporarily placed in the corridor, close to the stairway to the fourth floor. Interesting. Sounds like a... A setup. Sounds like a like a com- conspiracy. Sounds like a disaster waiting to happen. Well, tell me more. Why would there be a a mattress and a chair temporarily placed in the corridor? How do you know it was temporarily placed there? Because that's what the Wikipedia article said. Oh, okay. Uh, one theory suggests that a dropped cigarette may have ignited the mattress or other combustible in uh, combustibles in the corridor. Someone just flicked the cigarette and it started the fire. That's why smoking kills. That's it. That's the only reason. Because it causes fires. There's nothing else. Mm -hmm. You can't prove it. Nope. Fight me. (laughs) The fire was first noticed at about 3.15 a.m. by a bellboy who had gone to the fifth floor to help a guest and was trapped. Oh, no. Oh, no. However, the first and only call to the fire department was made at 3.42 a.m., almost a half hour later. What the fuck? Uh Uh-huh. So the fire was noticed at 3.15, and then the first call to the fire department almost 30 minutes later. It was called in by the night manager, who was reported to have attempted to warn guests by telephone of the fire. The building's uh, fire alarm was not sounded, although by that time no escape was possible from the upper floors in any case. A survivor recounted being awakened and made aware of the fire by the sound of people screaming. That's how I want to be woken up every morning. (sighs) All of the hotel's occupants above the fire's origin on the third floor were trapped, and the fire's survivors either were rescued from upper story windows or jumped into nets held by firemen. The hotel was within two blocks of two Atlanta Fire Rescue Department engine and two ladder companies, and the first engine and ladder companies arrived within 30 seconds of the call. Imagine if you had called 30 minutes before. But by that time, people were already jumping from the windows. Fire department ladders could extend only part way up the building, but many guests were rescued in this manner. Other people were rescued via ladders placed horizontally across the alley to an adjoining building. Fire spread was initially hampered by the stair arrangement. While the stairs were not closed off by doors, the configuration placed ascending and descending runs around the corner from each other, keeping fire and hot gas from quickly ascending the stair. Fire did not spread through the enclosed elevator shafts, nor through the laundry or mail chutes. Open transoms, those windows above and the doors, transoms. they were open, between the rooms and the corridors admitted fresh air for combustion, eventually creating a flu-like effect, like a chimney, uh, with the fire climbing to all but the top two floors. Once established in the corridors, the fire fed on the burlap wall coverings and ignited room doors and transoms. Doors and transoms were burned through on not the transoms through on all but the 14th and 15th floors guests open windows seeking fresh air and rescue further enabling the draft of fresh air to the fire the fire investigation revealed that an open transom was closely associated with the ignition of a given guest room and its contents firefighters were hampered and in some cases injured by falling bodies Several guests tied bedsheets together and tried to descend. Others misjudged the 10-foot-wide alley between the rear of the Weinkauf and the mortgage go-around tree building and attempted to jump across. Can you imagine? Yeah. Yeah, that's them falling. The Atlanta Fire Department mustered building... um, I'm sorry. The Atlanta Fire Department mustered 385 firefighters 22 engine companies and 11 ladder trucks. That's a lot of stuff. 
four of which were aerial ladder units at the scene. Um, a second alarm was sounded at 3.44, which was when the uh, first call came in. They went to the second alarm. And a third at 3.49, like three minutes later. You're just or covering five minutes everything. Later. I'm covering the sections that you told me not to. I know. <laughs> With a general alarm, all available units respond, including off-duty personnel, at 4.02. I found this interesting because now, nowadays, when there is a fire... At a building, mm-hmm. it's immediately the general alarm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't understand all this other stuff. Like it's like, why did they? I don't. I don't know how it used to work back in the day. But um, twenty-two engine companies, eleven ladder trucks. I don't know. It was, it was pretty crazy. Mutual aid from surrounding departments brought a total of forty-nine pieces of equipment. They climbed adjoining buildings to fight the fire and rescue guests. Um, and. Several victims jumped to their death. I did uh, talk about... um, I did have this photo. Don't you dare share that photo. You saw this, right? Yeah, I've seen it, yeah. Okay. Are you going to talk about it? No. You should talk about it. Nah. Uh, But it was... It was Daisy McCumber. (laughs) What a name. Who was a survivor. Mm -hmm. She uh, jumped. And uh, someone took a photo of her jumping in midair. And the photo won the 1947 Pulitzer Prize for photography. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the fire spurred significant changes in North American building codes, most significantly requiring multiple protected exits and self-closing fire-resistive doors for guest rooms and hotels. Unfortunate. That's my section. <coughs> I guess I can start. Um, you better. Of the 304 guests in the hotel that night, 119 died. 304 Minus guests. 119. That's unfortunate. That's a number. 65 were injured, and about 120 were rescued uninjured. Hmm. The hotel's original owners, the Weinkoffs, who lived in an apartment in the hotel, died. Oh, damn. Yeah, they died there. 32 deaths were among those who jumped or who fell while trying to descend ropes made of sheets tied together to reach the ground or two short fire letters. Mm. Let's get sad. Among the hotel guests were 40 high school students on a state YMCA of Georgia. Mm-hmm. Sponsored trip to Atlanta for a state youth in government legislative program. This, there's so many clunky things in this story. Shorten your words. 30 of whom died. Can you imagine the survivor's guilt for the 10 who lived? 30 high schoolers, huh? 30 dead high schoolers. Wow. Hmm. Yeah, I uh, I would have a hard time dealing with that. Mm-hmm. The students had mostly been placed two to a room at the back of the hotel next to the alley, where many of the windows had been covered by shutters for privacy. Mm. The occupants of the shuttered rooms were killed on every floor above the fifth floor. Between $3 million and $4 million in claims were brought against the hotel owners. But insurance awards totaled only about 350000 Oh, geez. That seems... That's exponentially sparse. lower. Yeah. There's a list of the casualties. William Fleming Weinkoff, he was 76. You're going to read cough. a whole? No, just the interesting ones. <laughs> His wife, also 76. They're... Hmm. Mm, there was a 14-year-old daughter mm. of Marvin Griffin, Patricia. Mm. A 17-year-old 
young people. Many young people? Many young people. Damn. It's called George's Titanic. Well, it's the, uh, it's the worst, uh, or the fire with the most casualties in history, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't it know how many people died on the Titanic. I don't remember an amount. You do have a computer. It's fast. How many people died on the Titanic? 1,500. 1,500. Okay, so... Do you see the... T- so, could well, have just grab the phone. You could have. It's in my pocket. It takes a while to get out. So, okay, not as many people as the Titanic. Just but just comparing the two. It's... I see, I see, I see. Yeah. Okay, okay. okay. Uh, anyways, I, I had a transition line, and now it's gone. I'm really good at doing that. Yeah, man. You put a hitch in my giddy up. <laughs> okay. There's a lot of ghosts. (laughs) (laughs) Guests and hotel staff have cited a tremendous variety of paranormal activity. Not the movie franchise. The building's elevators have been known to act strangely. What does that mean? Do they go sideways? (laughs) And operate on their own accord. I think it's sad to think that a ghost would need to use the elevator. Yeah, right? You can't just like fly through the ceiling. (laughs) During the renovations into the, what used to be the Weinkoff is now the Ellis Hotel. Yeah. Workers reported finding their tools moved or missing, as well as hearing footsteps and voices coming from empty rooms. Guests have reported hearing screams and the sound of running within empty corridors, while some have awakened to the, o- the odor of smoke within their rooms. Oh, wow. Staff members have also, have also reported that calls come to the hotel which switchboard from unoccupied rooms. There's still a switchboard? I guess so. While the smoke alarm mysteriously goes off. a.m. No way. Mysterious. It's the time of the fire. People outside the hotel have also claimed to have seen faces in the windows. Not hotel guests, for sure. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Some of them appearing to scream in pain. Maybe the people reporting all these things are like high as shit. They like just dropped a bunch of acid before and now they're seeing faces in the windows. And they're hearing I'd be, noises. I'd be seeing faces everywhere. I think they're screaming. That's probably it. Mm. There's got to be an explanation. I think that's it. Did we agree that we believe in ghosts, or did we think that we didn't believe in ghosts? No, I believe in ghosts. I, I believe I believe that there's... Um, I just I have a hard time believing that there's not ghosts. Too much spooky stuff yeah, happens I'll, in I'll the world. I've always seen some. See? So, she would. Honestly... Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. I haven't seen any, but I believe they're out there. What was that popular Zach whatever? that Zach Baggins? I don't like that his last name is Baggins. It makes me think of The Hobbit, and it yeah. ruins it for me. It's Bilbo's younger nephew who... <laughs> <laughs> he didn't Can you want... imagine? He has Hobbit feet. He just shoved them into some tiny shoes. He didn't want to go to Mordor. He started talking <laughs> about ghosts and shit. And... <laughs> they're like, don't bring like, this oh fucking God, guy along. Zach. Oh, my fucking Zach God. Zach Baggins. Oh, it's Z-A-K. 
Oh, you can't trust a Zach with a C-K. Z-A-K. Z-A-K? Just no C? No C. Oh, my God. He's a pervert. That's what he looks like. So many people have said, I have a crush on him. And I'm just like, why? He looks like Diet LaCroix. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a thing? They should make a Diet LaCroix. (laughs) Even less of the stuff that's not in it. I don't think it would sell well. I would buy it. I would drink it exclusively. I hate... We should start really really going over each other's notes. Because I immediately forgot what you said. That's what you used to do when we started. You're like, I'm going to talk about these things. There's just a lot of details to it. Like, it says that... I might not say the firemen urged people not to jump, even through the hotel. Even though the hotel from the 3rd to the 15th floor was a blazing inferno. Wow. Uh, the firemen were faced with the dilemma of fighting the fire or, or saving the frantic guests who were shrieking from the window ledges above them. They chose to rescue them. Yeah. Hurried to their ladders and sent them up. They and more fire brigade, brigades began to arrive until the city's complete 60-piece fire department was surrounding the burning hotel. Uh, their ladders, though they reached to the 10th floor, could not be elevated quickly enough. Instead of the hotel was burning, drapes, wooden trim, furniture, bedding, with no sprinkler system to douse the blaze, mm-hmm. the hungry flames swept through hallways and blasted up staircases and elevator shafts. I think that was the best call by them. Like, if you had to... Like, Choose think, between yeah, the two. Yeah, like, imagine, like, the amount of panic, and it's like, you got to make a decision quickly. Yeah. I think they did the right thing, because if they went in and started fighting the fire, there's no guarantee. I mean, it's very unlikely that they're going to be able to take care of everything. And then by that time, people might die of burning alive or, like, by uh, asphyxiation. And mm-hmm. if people are already in the process of trying to get out, help them get out. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's, it's you know, tough. Which, in that situation, it's, what is more urgent? It's, hard to it's a Sophie's choice. With no way to escape, the heat of the flames drove the guests to the windows. One woman appeared on the seventh floor holding her two children on a ledge. A ladder shut up to meet her, but before it came within reach, she threw her small son into the air, followed by her daughter, then fell into the darkness, hurling toward the street below. A newspaper reporter on the scene wrote about what happened. Her nightgown shone white against the flames behind her as she stood... I need spooky music for this, by the way. Stood on the window ledge. Is that inappropriate? High above the street. Then it, too, caught fire. She jumped. But she missed the net stretched by the firemen. She landed astride overhead wires. There she hung in flames. Finally, her body broke loose and toppled to the ground. A fireman reached one woman on the fifth floor just as she was losing her grip on the window ledge. He swung her around the ladder and onto his back. As he backed downward with her, another woman jumped from a ledge several floors above. She struck the fireman and the woman on his back, and all three of them fell to their deaths. Mm -hmm. I got goosebumps. Even though firemen and spectators on the street urged those on the ledges not to move, scores of bedsheets tied together to form ropes began to descend from the windows, and half-crazed guests began to lower themselves down toward the street. One girl crawled two floors downward on one of the makeshift ropes. A fire ladder swung over to get her, and holding the sheets with one hand, she lunged for the ladder... But a split second before she could grab it, the sheets came apart and she crashed to the pavement. The firefighters and the spectators held out safety nets, hoping to catch anyone who fell or jumped from a window. One man missed a net by inches after jumping from the 10th 
floor. On the eighth floor, a woman stood on a window ledge begging for someone to save her four-year-old son. As flames roared from the window behind her, she flung the little boy into the air. One of the spectators saw that there were no firemen near the place where the boy would land, and he raced to the spot. Miraculously, he caught him in the air, and the child was saved without injury. Wow. The mother fell a few seconds later, but was killed in the fall. Wow. I know. That's an interesting story to have for the rest of your life. I was flung from an open window of a burning building and a stranger caught me. After seeing others leap to their death, a suicidal frenzy spread among the endangered hotel guests. Perhaps they believed that a certain death on the concrete below was better than burning to death or worse, surviving with permanent injuries. Yeah, I can't imagine that during that time treatment for burns was that great well one of the uh if you think well i've thought about the worst ways to die Mm -hmm. and being burned alive and drowning really freaks me out too i don't know why in a vat of acid uh yeah that would suck i hopefully you'd go quick the the acid that's a slow dissolve um you're gonna be goop but um yeah, the fire? No thanks. I'd rather jump and die instantaneously than be burned alive. Screw that. Others began to jump, sometimes regretting the decision after it was too late. How do they know that? Yeah, they asked <laughs> as they're falling. Do you regret this? Sir, how do you feel about the... <laughs> Ma'am, how do you feel about the... Sir, you over there, honey? No one wants to answer my questions. This is terrible. I hate making jokes about this shit. I mean, it was a while ago. How many Subway sandwiches was it ago? (laughs) A girl scrambled for a ladder two floors below as searchlights swept over her, highlighting a face that was filled with terror. She groped for the ladder, blinded by... (gasps) Blinded by By the the light. And missed. Mm. Struck by the pavement. Her body fell crazily, spinning out of control and smashed through the hotel's marquee. Oh. There's a lot of these. Another woman climbed out onto one of the makeshift bedsheet ropes and began to lower herself. Mm -hmm. It appeared that she might make it to one of the firemen's ladders, but then another woman crawled out of a window and flung herself onto the same bedsheet rope. Their combined weight caused the sheets to tear apart and both of them to fall to their deaths. Many of the guests were saved by the nets that were spread out by the firemen below. However, a few of them hit the nets with such force Mm -hmm. that the handles were ripped from the would-be rescuers' hands and hurtling bodies struck the earth. (sighs) There was nothing that could be done for those who hit the pavement under those circumstances. I'm imagining what the cleanup was like. I was just thinking that. Can you imagine the amount of bodies on the pavement around this building? What's the phrase? Let's paint the town what? Red? Gold? They took it literally. Oh. It's not gold. Uh, uh, oh, God. The the one the one with the firefighter on the ladder bringing someone on his back and rescuing her and mm, thinking, I've, I saved, I've saved someone. And then just some other person hurdles and falls onto this ladder. So you've got to be people. a certain type of person to be like, I didn't cause this problem. I wasn't a part of this. Let me go towards that problem and save people who are in the middle of that problem. Yeah. You gotta be a certain type of person. I mean, well, what makes you think that you can jump from like four stories and land on a fire department ladder, like a, a ladder of a truck? Parkour. 
Yeah, and it's like it's not gonna I'll affect it at all. I'll I don't a girl on the seventh floor had been patiently waiting for rescue. How do you patiently wait in a time like that? <laughs> Just... Sure is catching up on me. You want to play some parcheesi? It's awful hot back here. <laughs> it's a little toasty. As the flames began creeping out of the window behind her, a net was finally arranged below. Spectators heard her shout, I hope I live, I hope I live. And then she jumped. She lived! Although she broke her hip and one arm and one leg. Hey, take it. Better than nothing. Yep. The suicidal mania that had gripped the guests stopped after 20, 20 or so of them fatally plunged to their deaths. It took 20 of them for them to stop. More and more of them crept out onto the window ledges to escape the deadly heat. Flames and gas awaited their turn. I'm sorry, and waited their turn for rescue. Heroic firemen worked swiftly to get them down from the building safely. A number of the rescuers were injured during the effort, and 25 of them were later hospitalized for smoke inhalation. No, and think too. This is nighttime. It's pitch black out. Mm-hmm. It's probably very difficult to see everyone and where people are going and what they're doing and the amount of commotion. How loud it is there too. Mm-hmm. Jeez. While many of the firemen had set to work trying to rescue the hotel guests who were clinging to the window ledges on the sides of the buildings, others had rushed inside to try and get control of the blaze. Inside of the lobby, a section of firemen began battling their way up the main staircase from the second floor, their hoses blasting the flames with water. They could hear the screams of trapped guests burning to death in the rooms above them. One man tried to seal off his room, taking his family into the bathroom. He turned on all of the water faucets, but the heat from the flames almost instantly turned the water into steam. Wow. The toilet exploded as did many others, and the man was found later asphyxiated with his head in the shower. His wife holding on to their children lay next to him. All were dead. Jeez. I know. One couple that was trapped on the 14th floor was determined to live. As flames shot through the uh, transom over the door and ignited the room, they crawled out onto the window ledge and slipped into the room next door where the transom was closed. Ah. The couple there was trying to barricade the door. The man and woman on the ledge climbed into the room and tried to help. Both couples jammed a mattress against the door, constantly soaking it with water from the bathroom. For mm-hmm. two hours, they soaked the mattress as the room filled with steam. But they lived. Wow, that's some quick thinking. There's a lot of these. The, uh, I was pretty interested in the hauntings. Like, is there any more of that? I'm sorry, am I not good enough for you? I, I just, um, that's my preference. It's just, uh... <laughs> that's my preference. <coughs> this place, how haunted is this place? I gotta scroll through all the stories about people that died. Ah, okay. To get to the hauntings. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just more of the same. People reporting footsteps, loud cries, noises in the corridor as if people were running. Um, no one is there when they look. The hallway is empty and deserted. Uh, waking up to the smell of smoke, even though there's nothing burning. People seeing the faces. Hmm. Uh, as the years continued, faces are still there. That's about it, man. There isn't a lot of detail on the hauntings. Interesting. Interesante. 127 dead. What do you think of the beer? Tasty. It's good. It's been sitting in the uh, sitting in the fridge for a while. It was okay. Oh, did, I don't think we uh, rated it. Oh, we didn't. We should probably do that. We God, we cannot take this much fucking time no, off. Forgot how to do everything. Jesus. No, we didn't rate it. Um, yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was good. Let me give it a 
Seven. Wow. Okay, that's awfully low, but I'm gonna say I'm gonna say. <laughs> okay, a, that's awfully low. I'm gonna say a five. It was it was good. It just wasn't. I've had a lot better. It wasn't beer. good enough. Not as sweet as I was hoping for a peach beer. Ale was disappointing in Spanish. Decepcionante. Thank you. Decepcionante. Mm-hmm. It was decepcionante. Thank you. Uh, I wasn't disappointed. I was just meh. 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 It's about a five for me. Uh, thanks for joining and listening in and coming back and checking us out. We didn't. We didn't go away. We. Uh, I'm not going to say we this time. It's just me. I got I got really lazy and preoccupied, and it um, it takes a lot of work editing these episodes. But hey, that's no it that's does. no excuse. That's no excuse. I I I signed up for this. Okay, it's just I gotta I gotta. I've given you plenty of ways out. I gotta bite the bullet. I don't want a way out, Paige. Okay. I want to I want to keep pushing. That's what you know the option there. Keep trucking along. Keep on. We're gonna at least at trucking. least get to a hundred, and even after that, I'd like to keep going we'll see what we'll see how we feel at 100 hey. but um, two years later yeah two years later when we I hit got 100, hotter we hit 100 episodes but uh, i look forward to it i'm gonna catch up on um on these episodes that i need to edit and everything will be out on uh, spotify Spooky. uh google play podcasts or whatever it is apple podcasts how you get your podcasts wherever you listen to podcasts check us out beer and fear we're at Beer and Fear Cast on most of the socials, like Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Which I, I plan to post some uh, some pictures, some updated pictures. We have a lot of stuff to post on there. We're going to play, play some catch-up, and uh, hopefully next week we'll come at you with another episode every Wednesday at noon, Central Time. Here's hoping. Fingers crossed. I'm going to try my best. Thanks for Everybody being... Stay in shape. Th- thanks for being so understanding. We love you. Thanks for listening. It's a strong word to choose. Uh, I'm willing to say it. I'm w- I'll stand by it. Okay. I like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thanks. You were saying? That's it. Okay. Ali, anything you want to add? No? All right.